Well, busy day around here, obviously. Day five since the Super Bowl. We continue to react to that. We react to Angelo's retirement. And uh, our final midday show. Monday, a new midday show. Joe Giglio and Hugh Douglas. And we thought it would only be appropriate to bring these guys on. Sort of, you know, pass the baton to them. They're gonna, this is going to be like passing the baton from uh, a, a track star in high school to, like, Carl Lewis. These guys are going to soar. <laughs> you know, like, we're, we're passing yeah. the baton to Carl Lewis. Uh, and let's first welcome, because both these guys are on the phone line, Mr. Joe Giglio. How you doing, Joe? Doing very well, guys. I've gotten a lot of uh, comparisons over the years. I think this is the first Carl Lewis. So I, I, I'll, I'll yeah. certainly take that one. <laughs> yeah, I, just to be clear, though, you're more like that Prefontaine guy, and, and Hughes more Carl Lewis. You know, I, I think that works. That 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 makes sense. I could picture that one. So, sure. Joe, are you excited for this? Oh yeah, unbelievably excited. I, I can't wait for Monday. And obviously, we all wish we were coming off of a, a parade yesterday and, and a Super Bowl. But uh, th- there's so much going on right now, guys, and and this station. Uh, obviously means so much to all of us and listen to Angelo, what he had to say and, and ending his show a few minutes ago. Yeah, I just I can't wait to be part of it. I can't wait to get going with you on Monday. All right, let's also welcome Hugh Douglas, number 53. He had a couple tremendous seasons with the Eagles. Been with WIP before and now back in the fold. Hugh, so happy for you, man. Dude, I can tell you like this. The only thing me and Carl Lewis have in common <laughs> – is we're both bald. <laughs> for real. By the way, Carl Lewis is listening right now, and he is from the area. He's from Jersey. So, for all we know, he could listen to WIP. Uh, he'd be like, what, what, what are they talking about me? Hugh, how excited are you, man? T- tell us your mindset to do this, you know, five-day week. You've been doing it down in Atlanta, so you know what you're doing. But to yeah. do it here with the passion of Philadelphia sports fans and your connection with Eagles fans, talk to us. You know what, full disclosure, I'm a little nervous, man. You know, I haven't been here in a while. So it's different. The fan base is very, very passionate about football. <clears throat> and I, I tell you what, I, I feel like, you know, there's going to be a lot of times I'm going to say some things that people might not agree with. But just know this. I respect your opinion. I just see things a little bit differently than you do sometimes. So, you know, it's going to be it's going to be interesting working with Joe, working with, a, you know, working with a, in a place where I used to play and everything and coming back to the old station. It's going to be real exciting. Have you guys been hanging out outside the office to get ready to have some like rapport when your show start, starts? You know, you know what, John, we've been trying to, man, but you know the schedules haven't messed up yet. But we're gonna we're gonna get it together, man. I think it's gonna be <laughs> the first week of our show is going to be getting to know each other because I you know you've given me a little feedback about Joe. Joe has given Joe the cameras give me a little feedback about Joe. Ike has, but I have to find out for myself what it's gonna be like. Well, that's very exciting. Yeah, so let me ask you this, Hugh. You know, we, we've been all in the Eagles, and I want to ask you about that in a second, but the Sixers came up recently, now in our show last hour. We are so frustrated around here because we've been living this Sixers thing for five years. Trusting the process. Yeah, and we trusted, and then, you know, it just kept getting crushed every May. Didn't even get to June. Are you emotionally charged up for a Sixers run, or is it hard for you to see that? because you feel beaten down, or are you less beaten down because you were in Atlanta the last couple of years? Well, you know, I've been dealing with the whole Trey Young situation and trying to figure out what's going on with this team. Uh, it's going on with the Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks, that is. So I'm excited for Sixers basketball. As a matter of fact, now that I have hours that are conducive to running around like normal people do, I plan on catching a couple games, man, to be totally honest. So I'm excited about the Sixers and what they could potentially do. Good. I mean, that means you're not as beaten down as we are because, believe me, there's a lot of people here. I mean, <laughs> real, I mean, Jillia, you know the deal, man. It's been whew, it's been a slug. Now, Joe, let me ask you this. Number one reason why the Eagles lost the Super Bowl is what? 
other uh, players didn't play well enough. Guys, I, I've been I've been frustrated all week with the coaching staff and Gannon, and I even think Sirianni made the wrong decision to punt that football on the fourth and three. I'm still not over that. But the bottom line is, in a game that close, their quarterback fumbled away seven points. They had a 65-yard punt return go against them. They had a holding call before the fumble, and they couldn't make a defensive play when it mattered. I, I, I put it on the players. The players just didn't play well enough. And, and really, maybe the most disappointing thing, Joe, is you know all week long, two weeks, in, in, you know, two weeks of it, we talked about the advantage they had, offensive line, defensive line. And I went back, and I've watched this game like four times now. I'm just a glutton for the, the punishment, I guess. Their offensive defensive line got beaten by the other side. Like that's probably the most disappointing thing for me rewatching it that they didn't that their players didn't play well enough. And Hugh, uh, my partner here, Joe DeCamera, is blaming the flags in the field. <laughs> How do you feel about that? The league dropped the league dropped two f bombs, Hugh, and I don't appreciate it. A flag in a field. John Rich, you know me well enough to know what I'm about to say, right? Mm -hmm. You can never blame it on any of those things, man. Listen, when you walk out there, it's just like having an injury in the NFL. If I go out there, say, for instance, Lane Johnson goes out there and he has a clunker of a game in the Super Bowl, and he comes back and says, well, you know, my groin was torn. You can't do that, man. Mm -hmm. The field, listen, I'm, 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 I watched the same film y'all saw. I saw dudes sliding all over the place, the, the pass rushers and everything. You got to change your cleats, man. I know guys are talking about they change the cleats. They had hell, get some longer spikes. Yeah, that's what that's what I used to do. Like you, you can't blame it. The unfortunate thing about it, I know the fans saw it, the flags, the referees, all that other stuff. As a player, as a former player, that's not an excuse that you can hang your hat on. You just can't. You can't do it. You know, Hugh, I got to tell you, you did something years ago, and God bless you. But I felt like it was something you can't do either. And I don't know how you did it, man. You accept it. Andy Reid's decision to sit you before the last game of a season. What did you need? Only a half a sack? Half a sack. And your contract was going to void. But because the team's spot in the playoffs was locked in, all the starters are sat, you sat, and the Eagles had your rights for one more year. How did you deal with that? You know what, man? It was for the greater good. Unfortunately, How? you know, the outcome wasn't what we wanted it to be. But, you know, sometimes you got to put team before self, man. And, and that, can, you tell, can you tell Jalen greater good? Take $10 million, not $50 million. Uh -huh. Hey, listen, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, <laughs> what can you say to Jalen to say, hey, bro, can we just can we sign your deal? Can we get something done next year or the year after that so we can make another run? That ain't happening. I'm going to tell you that right now. That probably is not going to happen. Yeah, Those getting... sweetheart deals and things of that nature? No, that's not going to happen. He's going to get a lot of money. All right, guys, let's wrap on this, and we really are excited to hear you on, on Monday. And uh, we really – I just want to say to our – audience listening i'm a big believer in what these guys are going to do i mean everyone's always known the entertainment value of hugh back to his days as a player and joe has become such an exceptional sports talk show host here at nighttime on wip and the, the combination will be great let me just give you guys each a chance to the audience and hugh let's start with you your message to the audience like let's say this is a campaign stump and you want people to listen to you, you change know, yeah like you're like listen to me vote, vote me in, in the office uh, Hugh, what's your message to everyone listening? My message is to everyone listening, I've gotten a playbook on my man Joe Giglio. People are, have been telling me about him since I've been a part of this new revamping of WIP, and they're telling me this and that about him and saying that he's a little bit of a, a you know, a curmudgeon, a stick in the mud, or whatever you want to call it, stuffy, you know, <laughs> uh, analytics guy. 
My my message to Joe Giglio and the fans of WIP Radio is gummies. We're going to get Joe some gummies. We're going to get him to relax. And we're going to have fun from 10 to 2. Going to loosen them up. Fun is good. Going to loosen them up. All right, Giglio, the floor is yours. Your message to everyone listening. Well, first of all, I'm just uh, I'm excited for the opportunity. You guys carved out an incredible show the last uh, handful of years, and I'm excited to, to be part of this with you. And, and I'm excited to have a different perspective. You know, I get to hear it every single day with me. And I've, I've loved doing the show at night, and I've loved the audience tonight. But now I'm excited to have a different perspective. So maybe if I'm off base, you will tell me. And if uh, he's off base, I'll tell him I, I agree with him. We're going to have a ton of fun. I don't know about the whole gummy thing, but we're going to have a ton of fun. We're <laughs> to every day. Uh, be with us. Uh, it's kind of get on the ground floor. It's something brand new. And, and I'm, I'm just so excited to get started Monday. Yeah, Hugh, whose sports opinions awesome. are going to be right more, you or Julia? You know what? Mine. <laughs> because uh, you know what mine just mine <laughs> well that'll that'll counterbalance what it's been the last six and a half years because richie as the former eagle certainly was not right more than me and we all know that <laughs> hugh joe congratulations good luck you guys know john and i and james are here for you anytime we can help you in any way you guys are going to do great and we're really excited to listen thanks guys appreciate you thanks Bye. thank you guys appreciate it there they are joe joe Gilio. And, uh, and Hugh Douglas. All right, 215-592-9494. Back to the phones we go with, uh, in all seriousness, I mean, we're joking around a little bit in there, but uh, big believer in what those guys can do, what they will do, and uh, want to strongly encourage everyone to listen. Strongly encourage. Let's talk to Dan in Philadelphia. Hi, Dan. What's up, boys? How are we today? Good, man. I mean, I'm Dan, right, my theory Dan. on why it's going to work with Joe and Hugh, if it can work with Richie, I mean, it can work with anybody. Well, I mean, if it could work with you, it could work with anybody. <laughs> Let me just say, being there for the very first day of our show, the fact that this worked, anything can work. I'm right there with you. I mean, well, we it, stunk. It was well, not good. Oh, my God, was it a bad show. Anyway, hello. You around, and you got the most coveted spot in sports radio uh, in the nation, and congratulations, guys. Thanks. Um, it's been Thanks, fun man. hanging with you guys in the midday, too. Uh as for Joe Dilio, you know, I hope he, he doesn't take my calls at night when Howard Eskin's on. Uh, I don't know if that's Eskin or me, but uh, <laughs> they just uh -oh. won't answer that phone call. But um, so listen, I'm still depressed. Uh, I'm still saddened. And, John, I went in the film room, and I looked at all the film, and I excluded Jonathan Gannon. I excluded the defense. And so there's something wrong with the universe that made this loss happen. And there's two things. One – Joe called all his callers to thank them and then guaranteed an Eagles win. Oh, no. And two, I did not guarantee. And two, I, did not, I didn't use the word guarantee. He left, he left a spot and went to a different spot when the Eagles were winning. Yeah. I was shocked he admitted that on the air. Yeah. I was so, shocked. Half those time. are the number one and two reasons the Philadelphia Eagles lost. <laughs> Joe, but, I, but, I, I, but hopefully Dan, this but change Dan, in the morning changes this. this yeah. This stuff that you just you you put on the Philadelphia sports teams and their championships. Okay, that's my fault. We we need to thank <laughs> thank you. Yeah, no, I'm the reason. I'm the reason a ref uh, threw a bad flag and a, and the ball went uh, 15 yards off the punter's foot. They are. Had you been in the same spot, you would have. It, it wouldn't have happened. That's, that's, Dan, give I me. I thought me a, about that. That is uh, a problem, Joe. I have thought about it. I told it when you said it. It was the all I could Stanley think about. Stanley Cup, it. the your yep. fake Stanley Cup thing. 
the World Series. You were Series. refusing to change your uniform after it got <laughs> porta potty. Oh, yes, I forgot about that one. Yeah, or even wash it. Then there was a no hitter right after. You need a lot of changes in the morning. It all comes back to Joe. Yeah, the no hitter followed the porta potty. Oh, my God. Dan, give me a great answer, a memorable ending. Well, listen, just just to keep uh, things the same on this show and hopefully in the morning, uh, your prom night. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yes, keep those coming, buddy. Wow. Hmm. I, I'm going to refrain from all retorts that I want to say. Let's go to Justin right now in Tennessee. Hi, Justin. <laughs> What's happening, fellas? How y'all doing this morning? Doing all right, Justin. <laughs> That's pretty good uh, Pretty good ending there. Uh <laughs> First off, I want to thank you, Joe, for the cow last weekend. I was one of the few that did get a cow or mini, whatever, however you want to put it. I, it uh, it tickled me to death, man. I, my wife said uh, we were at the mall trying to get some stuff for my nephew's birthday. She said, your face, your blush? She said, your face is red. I was like, I can't, I can't believe this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but uh, it meant a lot, man. I really appreciate that. Oh, my pleasure. And to uh, everyone I haven't called yet, there are many that I – Really do plan a call, and this weekend I'll be busy doing that. So yeah, yeah, it, it was. I it got was sl- I got slowed down by my grief after the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. We, that and the fact I keep did. going to bed early, and yeah. so it's kind of well, cutting off cutting off time. I you know this is, but anyway, it's all good, man. Yeah, uh, to Angelo and those guys, man. Like I said, I've, I've not been listening very long, probably since maybe sometime late 2018 or mid 2018. But uh, those guys are great, and I think you know the. The comic timing of Al and Keith Jones is just absolutely dead on at times. You know, how they can come up with those little quick one-liners <laughs> off the top of their heads so yeah. much, man. It's great. But uh, I, I sent James a video last night. I've been down in the dumps all week, been depressed about like everybody else. But I got home. It was a nice day here yesterday. It's like 70 degrees here. And I got home from work last night about 530 and I could hear the frogs singing and stuff, and, and people were giving me crap about it. But it just, I don't know, it just gave me kind of hope. Spring's on the way, and, you know, it's like I, we can't turn the page quite yet, but it's it's coming, and it's going to suck for a long time, man. It is, but uh, I don't know, just knowing that spring's coming. Well, spring, spring helps. Hope always springs eternal and, in the springtime. Justin, give me a big answer for a memorable ending. Uh. I was going to say something, but I thought it was kind of depressing the more I thought about it. So I'm going to say the usual suspects, but uh, y'all have it's a good It's a very – yeah, you too, man. It's a very memorable ending, the usual suspects. From a movie standpoint, it's certainly one of the best endings. From a Philadelphia sports standpoint and an Eagles standpoint, our next guest, who's just calling in right now, is, uh, is a memorable player who helped develop uh, – deliver a memorable ending five years ago. And, of course, the Eagles lost Super Bowl a few days ago, but we love, love, love Brandon Graham – who's one of the best people we've ever met. Hello, Brandon. How you doing, buddy? Hey, what's going on, man? Yeah, I was, up, um, I was just calling in, calling in uh, to say what's up. And then, you know, I was, I didn't realize Angelo wasn't on. Wasn't on no more. I was going to call him <laughs> for his little last little show. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm now understanding you called in to talk to Angelo and you got stuck with us? That's, hey, the, way, that's the way good. all the listeners are going to feel on Monday, man. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, it's all good either way. I, you already know I'm going to show this to all y'all in there. <laughs> Brandon, well, we appreciate that you called in for Angela, and we'll certainly pass it on to him. Um, how how you feeling, man? I mean, I, I don't want to, uh, you know, you know you, you hurt know you what? too much, you, but talk to us. How you feeling? You, you know what, man? I'm looking at – I was looking at just a bunch of stuff that happened during the year. Man, we had a, a great year. 
I mean, if I had to lose to anybody, you know, it was Big Red, you know, that's the the master, you know what I'm saying? People that the people that came from up under him, uh, and you know, he we, he called a great game. The Chiefs played good, man. I mean, we had our opportunities, and we, we you know we missed on it, but I know that we gonna build from it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just you know I'm so happy from for the team, man. I had some time to think about it and. You know, I'm just you know I don't want it to take away from all the good stuff that we did. We had to we had the city on fire this year. Sure did. Beat a lot yeah. of teams. Beat a lot of teams that people didn't think you know we would beat. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you know um, we didn't get the ultimate thing, and that's the parade and all that. But I do, man. I I think we was more disappointed that the season was over because of how close this team was. And so, yeah. uh, as you know. Uh, the team is going to be different for next year, but I know that um, a lot of guys, you know, definitely uh, appreciated this year and it helped them, you know, in life. BG, how does the outcome of the Super Bowl, if at all, affect your plans? Uh, you know what? I'm st- I still I still want to play, man. And of course, I got a little uh, bad, not even bad taste, but just like you know, you just feel like you got unfinished business. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. Uh, and so. I know if uh, if I would give me just, you know, another year or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm willing to, you know, do whatever I can for this team because, uh, man, it's, I do want to, you know, bring another one to this to this uh, organization. And, sure. man, I just knew this was this this was the year. But either way, man, I still want to play, of course, uh, and we'll just see what happens. Uh, just enjoying the family right now, man. I really haven't even thought about all that uh, mm-hmm. just yet. But, yeah, man, I'm just excited to see what moves we make uh, this offseason to see, you know, what, how he uh, has up his sleeve. And how does your body feel after, you know, the the, the marathon? Hey, well, I will tell you, it ain't what it used to be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it definitely, uh, you know, it was uh, not as many as, as, as reps as, you know, highs in those guys. But I know that um, body feeling great. Um, you know, the way we – the way – they do things now. I mean, a lot of guys can play for a longer time because, man, it's not as taxing as it used to be uh, when mm-hmm. I first came in. And, of course, when y'all play, too, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's the same thing. Um, you know, it's, I just feel like, um, you know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm My body's feeling really good. I started working out already wow. just because of that reason. Wow. Good for you, man. Uh-huh. You know, Brandon, I remember we had a big group, the Mid-Pen, uh, Mid-Pen Bank golf outing in July. And you and I were talking at one point, one of those nights, and you looked right at me and said something to the effect of, we got something going this year. We're going to be really good. You know, I got to tell you, man, I've seen a lot of Philadelphia sports teams, and I know this one didn't, did not end in a championship, but you guys made a lot of people really proud with the way you handled your business. I mean, week in and week out. And I, I just want you to know, as someone who grew up here, I thoroughly enjoyed watching you guys play this year, man, and I, I admired the way you guys went about your business. It is still, despite the loss, one of the great sports teams I've ever seen in Philadelphia sports history, and I want you to know that. Man, I appreciate you, man. It, it, it felt so good. I mean, you know I've been here for a minute, too, and in my book, that was the best team. Even though we won 2017, I'm, I'm forever indebted to that team, too. You know, it was it was just a little different this year, boy. And that icing on the cake would have been so crazy. Yeah. <sighs> but it's all good. Because I promise you, like, I gained so many brothers. Uh, Quinn, I mean, all the the guys that came in, Linval, Sue, you know, I got to know some guys that I really never played with. And, you know, them guys, I see why they was pros, pros, you know. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, 
I got to enjoy all that, man, and I was hoping to get one for them, well, especially Quinn, too. Uh, but, you know, it's all good because, uh, like, like Quinn told me the other day, like, man, you know, you're my brother for life now. You know, happy that we got connected. And, you know, our family's, you know, been hanging all year since they got here. So it's been, you know, the the positives uh, of, of it all, you know what I'm saying, it's been great. And then we got the party down on uh, City Hall. It was crazy seeing all the fans. Man, it, like you said, it was, it was it was that type of year, man, and um, I'm hoping we can repeat that. Well, I'm hoping the we includes you again next year, Brandon. That's what we yes, want. Sir. You know that, man. You know that. Yes, sir. Well, man, I just wanted to call y'all, say what's up, check in, see how it's going to be for next year. Let's go. You got it, man. By the way, what you just said, not technically true. You wanted to say hi to Angelo, not hi to us. Well, well that too. But, you know, when I figured uh, who I was going to call, because he asked me, did I want to talk anyway? I said, oh, yeah, let me talk to him. There you go. Let me say what up. Brandon, you stay, you stay well, man. And congrats on a magnificent year. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, man. All right, talk to you soon. All right, there he is, BJ, Brandon Graham. Good stuff. Back to the phones. Uh, and Seltzer, get to Angelo, Wechter, get to someone. I'll let, let him know. Let him know. I mean, yeah. they probably already know. Yeah, I what would do you think? Let me ask you this. What do you think Angelo's doing right now? Uh, honest question. He retired an hour and 20 minutes ago. What's he I doing? I think he's with Gail. Probably. I think he's, that's what I would do. Like, if I, just, I would go to Emily and I'd be like, all right, man, like, this is our time now. John, was there a moment for you? I mean, I guess you signed paperwork at a certain point, right? You have to do that in order to then qualify for NFL. Do you remember signing paperwork to no, retire? I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, this it, guy sounds Yeah. So I can't ask him about an hour and 20 minutes later because he doesn't remember. even anyway. Yeah, yeah, poor guy here. I mean, wait, that, I was that, devastated. didn't even want to. Yeah, I was yeah, devastated like, to retire. Yeah, I didn't exactly. want to well, retire. You were. I, got, I got released. I was blown away by that. I yeah. felt blindsided. And then I found out, hey, yeah, Cincinnati wants me to come in. And, and yeah, they're really excited. I get there, they look at my, you know, they, they take some scans, they x-rays and stuff like that, and they say, yeah, we're going to send you back to the airport. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. At that point in time, I was despondent. And then I stayed in bed for the next month because, I, you know, I, I was not healthy. Yeah. And, yeah, I was, no. And then what I, didn't wa- I didn't watch football yeah. that entire season. Yep. That 05 season. I just I, I couldn't I couldn't bear it. Wow. I was so hurt. I was so angry at the game itself and, and that's unfair. What snapped you out of it? I had an opportunity toward the end of the year to go up to Manhattan and do something on college football. And Good. uh realized wow, I I miss this a lot. Yeah. And it and it hurts a little less because it's uh college kids. I there's no familiarity there. Haven't been watching college football since I played it. And uh, you know, trying to talk about it and then having some people give me some, you know, positive feedback on that. It was like, wow, I feel validated by this and, and people actually want to hear what I have to say. So maybe this is something I can try to, you know, make work yeah well you certainly have let's talk to joe and mayfair right now hi joe hey good morning joe i'm sorry about the my phone the other day i don't know how heck happened there but i'm still battling my cold but this is a bittersweet day i mean you know the camera me and you go back to the beginning of your uh your, your career uh back on the other station and i'm just happy for all you guys uh you guys have entertained me from 10 to 2 for the last few years and you know, you guys make de- people forget about their everyday life, if they're struggling, if they're sick, all all the little things in life that you know, cause stress. And listen, to you guys from ten to two all these years, and just 
you enjoy the moment of being entertained by you guys, the callers, the guests, and I, I appreciate this spot from 10 to 2 the last few years. You, Thank you. guys have done an amazing job, unlike Jonathan Gannon. <laughs> well, thanks. And, 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 and I'm going to end with, you know, the midday show call with, with this. I think what I'm most upset about is we did not counterpunch at all in the second half. As a fan, you can look at your TV screen, see it flipping away, and you're sitting there hoping and praying that somebody comes up big, whether it's your defensive coordinator, yeah. whether it's a linebacker, whether it's your defensive lineman. Just somebody do something to stop the momentum. And the most frustrating part is other little things went against us. But all in all, when you allow your defense to allow their offense to do anything it wanted to in the second half without adjusting one play, press coverage one play, don't allow Juju to get off his – make his route clean one time when you're allowing you're playing your safeties two back and you're playing your linebackers a little bit further back you you, you have you can't play downhill football even against the run when they were running on the outside there was nobody there and you're screaming at your television just please do something and as a sports fan of a diehard team like philadelphia i think that's the most frustrating part is we felt it slipping away and we yeah. were hoping somebody on that field on the sidelines or on the field Felt that as well, and decided to say, "Not today, guys." Well, Joe, I, I, I'm going to come up big, I, and that's where I'm frustrated about. Yeah, I agree with you, and, and I'll say—I mean, not every element there, but for the most part, I agree with you. What you just said—the concept of it slipping away—that's why I wanted Sirianni to go for it on fourth and three. I just felt because you believe in Jalen would get it done. In, in that, yeah, that, in, that, in that yeah, that's correct, and and, and, that and the defense wouldn't. Yes, that combination. That combination, I, I had more faith in that moment in Jalen than the Eagles' defense, and I thought the moment required the Eagles go for it. Joe, give me a great answer for a memorable ending. Before I just give me 20 seconds, how dare Jonathan Gannon say what he said during his press conference, that he had an enjoyable 48 hours before that press conference? How dare he come out and say that when we're all here struggling after that game for you to say you had a wonderful 48 hours after that game was over. Shame on you. Yeah. I mean, he's talking to a different audience. I didn't like it. I I didn't like it. Doesn't matter, man. I I agree. I mean, if you're a Cardinals fan, you probably don't like hearing that, right? I I think you're right, James. I think you're like, what the hell? Yeah, I'm I'm dying inside at a a Super Bowl I just lost. I'm excited to be here, but this is a reminder of why you want to do everything you can to win. If he had said that, like, that would have been perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what you want to hear. All right, Joe, give me an answer. Memorable ending. Well, we'll go to the we'll go better. Um, it was the most meaningful game that he coached. Uh, he, he called before he passed away the following April. Brad Lidge went forty-eight for forty-eight in two thousand and eight in that memorable season he had. And Harry Callis's call in the two thousand and eight Philadelphia Phillies finally bringing a championship back to Philadelphia after so many years. World made, Champions of Baseball. Ending. Well and done. Let the city celebrate. <laughs> exactly. Good job, Joe. Uh, 215-592-9494 at noon today. We have the final beat the hammer in this time slot. Uh, you know, I mean, I expect to win. I mean, why wouldn't I almost always win? Again, not every time, but almost always win. Jared Cameron, John Ritchie. That's at noon on WIP. Are you looking for tickets for events, games, and concerts at the Wells Fargo Center or for our baseball games coming up at the bank? 
Do like I do and use the Game Time app for tickets to every event on the planet. Sports, music, shows. You get great tickets, amazing prices, even on those last-minute tickets. And you can see exactly where your seats are in every venue. You even get a virtual view from your seats. It's just so high-tech, quick, and easy. Just download the Game Time app, enter your email, and use the promo code WIP for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. That's promo code WIP. Game time. 